All right, so obviously this is a few days later than usual. I try to do a Thursday night release every two weeks, um, but I have two really good reasons. Uh, just hear me out. Uh, number one, I didn't have anything to talk about. Number two, my guest was late, so we're going to blame the latter portion on her as to why this episode came out a few days later. Um, yeah, I got to sit down with my homie Stephanie and uh, talk about all things from law enforcement to a little bit of military to content creation and kind of her journey. Um, yeah, me and Stephanie have been friends for about five years now, and uh, she's local to the Texas area, so she was nice enough to drive 17 hours uh, in traffic to come sit down for 30 minutes, pet Lucy, and then hit the road again. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Um, so here is the official bio of the homie. Uh, you know her as Stephanie Cavender, also known as Stephasaurus Flex on all social media sites. Uh, she was six years active duty in the United States Air Force for security forces, also known as military police. She was stationed in Italy, Turkey, and Germany. Then she transitioned uh, to civilian Texas law enforcement uh, to include being a member of the SWAT team. And she, as of yesterday, is a month free of working a normal job. And she is now a full-time content creator and Twitch streamer. So, yeah, you're going to hear me talk to her kind of about her um, her journey through all that. And then just me being envious of the fact that she makes more money than I'll ever make by doing what I like to do in my spare time. So... Uh, without further ado, let's talk to Stephanie. So I hope you're ready because I just hit record. Oh, this is perfect. So Stephanie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me start with the question. You, uh, obviously you do a lot of stuff on social media and we're going to get into that. But one thing I was very impressed with that happened recently was, uh, the Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial has oh been Lord. going on, obviously, <laughs> and it's captivated, you know, the world. And during all this, you made a, a TikTok because it was a, a trendy thing to do, as, as you are one to do. And Johnny Depp himself commented on it. Is that correct? So uh -huh. he actually just got a new account on TikTok. Okay. So we're not 100 percent sure that was actually his account. Interesting. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> yeah, but the name Johnny Depp was on there with a blue check mark. That's I, that's the reason I saw it because it was it was a blue check and it was like it looked and, like it was his account. And it said, "Well, that was unexpected." Yeah, which is of course like a line from the movie. Mm -hmm. Interesting. How did that make you feel to allegedly have Johnny Depp in the midst of all that comment on your TikTok? I might have screamed. <laughs> did I you think actually? I scream? texted my mom first, first off, because of course my mom is my biggest fan, and she was like, "Oh my God, is that actually him?" And I was like, "I think it is. I think it is. I don't know. There's like a blue check mark. You don't, you don't question the blue check mark. That's true. Yeah, it's the blue check mark. It's very sought after. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any of those. It's so prestigious. It is. It makes you better than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> it, it automatically makes you better than everybody else. Like everybody else is peasants, and I was just a peasant being commented on by a blue check mark account oh under God. the name Johnny Depp. So yeah, what an absolute king. Uh, so congratulations on that, and then also uh, congratulations in order because you recently quit your full-time job and started making content exclusively so congratulations oh thank you thank you mm -hmm. so go ahead and uh tell us a little bit about that i know we talked about it before we sat down and started recording but just to let the world know kind of how did that come about well of course like i've been working on content for about i guess seven years now mm -hmm. uh, since about 2017 when i was deployed i saw a bunch of other accounts and i was like well what are they doing that i'm not doing 
absolutely nothing. Right. So I started researching algorithms. I started researching different methods on social media for growth and which was the best form of organic growth. And for the last seven years, I've been building that on multiple platforms such as, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch. And it got to the point where monetization from social media was doing more for me than my full-time job was. Mm -hmm. Going and spending 168 hours a month working full-time for one-fourth the cost of what I was getting for all the stuff I was doing on the side just didn't seem like the best idea for me anymore. Right. So you, uh, I think as recently as what, last week, last two weeks, something like that, just quit your job? No, it was a month ago. Now. A month ago? Okay. Almost exactly a month ago, actually, to this day. So it's the anniversary. Very nice. It, this is my one month anniversary <laughs> of being full-time job free. Yeah. How's, how, so how's it feel? Uh, my mental health is the best that it's ever been. Must be fucking nice. Best that nice. it's ever been. Must be fucking nice. Uh, no, that's good. I, I think, um, backstory about us, we've known each other about four or five years at this point. Yeah. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. And uh, I remember you doing it, you know, back then mm -hmm. um, when we first met. So uh, I told you this before, but congratulations. I think it's really cool because you kind of stuck with your guns and did your own thing and decided to, you know what, fuck all this. I'm going to uh, do my own thing. So you were in law enforcement before you quit. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was your last kind of real job. Uh, what was kind of the final straw with that that you decided, you know what, this isn't for me anymore? Well, I gave it I gave it three months to where my salary for my off time jobs, I would guess, mm -hmm. my, my extra jobs mm -hmm. was eclipsing my full time income. And at that point I was like, Okay, you know, this seems like it's gonna be a steady like monetization. I don't see very much change, maybe like a couple hundred each month, but nothing of significant value that would prevent me from continuing on at this point. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I was like, it's either now or never. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now or never. Right. And uh, I took a leap. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm 29 years old. What better time to just take a leap into another career field than right <laughs> before your 30th birthday? Maybe <laughs> I'm having a midlife crisis and I don't even know it. No, I mean, you're making money, so it can't be that bad. But um, so a month removed, uh, you know, before you were in law enforcement, you served in the military, uh, you deployed a bunch, you did a lot of stuff. So... Uh, I kind of equate it to what I'm doing now. Like, you know, I'm still active duty mm -hmm. and uh, I'm in the recruiting gig. So I've come to like a complete halt when it comes to operational stuff. Have you felt that kind of adjustment yet? Because like you did very adrenaline based kind of careers mm -hmm. up until now. And um, have you kind of felt that disconnect yet or it hasn't really hit the you? The adrenaline crash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the good thing is, is that I remain a reserve deputy with my department, which okay. means I can actually go in and work anytime that I want. Mm -hmm. I'm required to work a minimum of eight hours a month. Mm -hmm. But think of it in the way of when you get out of the military, you join the reserves. You have to go in one week in a month. You're not necessarily getting paid for it if you have other stuff going on with the VA and stuff like that. So it's like volunteer work with the military. Right. Well, I'm not getting paid with law enforcement anymore. It's volunteer work. So if I get that adrenaline crash, yeah, I can actually just go in. <laughs> so you're kind of pulling from both pots and you're just winning all over the place. I, I know, right? <laughs> I actually went in last Thursday and worked a full shift and sitting there for 12 hours or so, like eight yeah. to 12 hours. I was just like, man, I have so much other stuff that I could be using this time for right now. Yeah. I, I wasn't in the same mindset. Yes, I was in the same like, space to be able to function in that job and accurately judge threats and so on. Right. But I was like, man, I'm doing so much more with my time now. 
I'm not just sitting in a car on the side of the highway yeah. waiting for something to come to me. That's true. I'm going out and I'm getting it myself. Hell yeah. Um, fuck. <laughs> I need to quit my fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> that is my solution to everything. Now. Yeah. Just every every time somebody's talking to me, they're like, man, I'm so stressed. Like my mental health is like in the toilet. I'm like, yeah, quit your job. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad you idea. You should quit your job. Like you should really think about quitting your job. And I think I've told everybody that at least <laughs> once in the last month. Yeah. I don't see the problem with me, uh, much like yourself. I joined when I was young, so I don't have any real skills on the outside world. So if I quit my job now, I'd be kind of fucked. See, here's the great part. Mm-hmm. People tell you that they're like, oh, you know what? Your trauma made you a stronger person. <laughs> no, it just made you funnier, but now That's I'm true. monetizing it. <laughs> That's a really good point. Speaking of that, <laughs> w- uh, you're one of my favorite like good friend creators because uh, when it comes to females, as I'm sure you know, <laughs> um, you get a lot of hate just by being in kind of things that are like the boys club, so to oh, speak. Oh, yeah, always. So, uh, I know I, I, I'm catching off the cuff here, but is there more memorable comments or messages you've gotten from haters that you're kind of like, wow, that was just, it was so bizarrely like hateful or spiteful that it was almost funny. You know what I mean? Because I think you do a really good job of not only curating, but sometimes responding to that stuff. So. Oh yeah. No, uh, you can't troll me because I troll me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I wake up in the morning and I troll myself. <laughs> I look in the mirror and instead of like words of affirmation, you yeah. know, I have to like tear myself down or else I'm going to have a God complex. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. So you but do, yeah. about 90% of the hate I get is from men. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. it's usually along the lines of, uh, not paying attention to them or giving them attention sexually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot okay. of people <laughs> will equate like my uniform to like their weird kinks. Yeah. So, of course, like, the questions I get asked the most are, like, do you like being cuffed? And oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Like, chill. Do you know yeah. what has been in these things? First yeah, exactly. Off, yeah. There is not a dissolvent or, like, cleaner anything that I would put on those and then put them on myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know who's been in there. Like, that's true. I don't think you're looking at this practically. Yeah. So, I, like, of course, that's, like, the cop humor in it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think um, if anybody spent a night in a drunk tank like I have, uh, <laughs> people, <laughs> it's irrelevant, but people who have seen who have been in handcuffs, yeah, it takes all the sex appeal out of it for sure. So that's a good point. Yeah, um, absolutely none, but it seems to be like the <laughs> most asked questions like cuff me, mommy. Interesting. Like, Is there any more? Because again, I think you have really good ones. I can't think of any at the top of my head because I'm a terrible host, um, but uh well, my favorite one lately is everybody yeah. keeps saying, oh, my gosh, my tax dollars go to this. And I'm like, wait a minute. And like my tax dollars don't even right. go to this. Yeah. I'm volunteering no first fucking. off. It is fascinating how people uh, take their hate comments and apply it. And then they're like, well, your comment doesn't even make sense. There's no logical sense in your comment. So. I, I think one of my favorite replies to those are like, wait a minute. Like I pay taxes here, too. Does that mean I'm self-employed? Yes, 100%. Yeah, that's what I mean. Exactly. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, I pay I pay taxes on my paycheck that is come from taxes. Yeah. So am I just giving myself back my money every month? That's that's deep. That's on a level I'm not really to get to. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is the stuff I throw at people, and they're just like, uh, no. Yeah. Yes, actually. How do you how do you feel about um, just like the dark humor aside? How do you feel about those guys who like obviously they talk shit about a woman being in the military or you know in law enforcement? Like, has there ever been a time you're like, I really wish they could try to do what I've done? You know what I mean? Has it ever got Every to that day. point? Every day. Every okay, day. Well, fair enough, I'll, right. I'll get comments. Um, 
It, it's literally a, a steady stream of hate. Usually I'll get a comment that's like, oh, you know, you're small. I could take you. But the worst ones are the ones that tell me they would bash my head against the, right. the ground or something right. or how they would do it. And I'm like, I wish you could do my job for just one day. Yeah. Just come right out with me one day. See what I actually have to do and deal with. See what I've survived. Because this is 10 years for me. Yeah. This is a whole decade. I have done this for a decade. And guess what? I've got myself home every single night. Right. I mean, before that, if people don't know, like you were security forces in the Air Force. Yeah. Like, I mean, security has been your entire kind of adult law life. Law enforcement. Yeah. They accepted my law enforcement academy from the Air Force mm-hmm. for Texas law enforcement. Nice. I have never gone through a state law enforcement academy. Interesting. That is interesting, actually. Yeah. The last academy I went through was 10 years ago, and then I transferred as a an out-of-state transfer mm-hmm. from federal law enforcement to civilian law enforcement. And the training, the tactics, it's all the same. Yeah. And then recently, within the last year, I believe, you graduated the SWAT course as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, fucking I, and this is my second SWAT team, Yeah, technically, so <laughs> because I was on a SWAT team in my last base. Yeah. Before I left the military, I had to pass the same PT test both times that the men did. Yeah. The same physical requirements. I had to pass them. I had to carry the same weighted bodies mm-hmm. as the guy that is a foot taller than me and a hundred pounds more than me. Where do you think, do you think a lot of that hate stems from, from jealousy that they couldn't do it? Or is it just like a real, like their manhood is being challenged because there's a woman doing a demanding job? Honestly, neither. I think it's from the culture. Because I think it's been taught. You see it on social media and you immediately start thinking, oh, well, she couldn't do that. They saw one female pull a weapon instead of a taser. And now that's the one comment that I get almost daily. Do you know the difference between your weapon and your taser? Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you think you did something, right? Right. You think you hurt my feelings. (laughs) Like I could actually explain the mechanics to you of the training for that. Yeah. yeah. But I think it comes down to being taught. Like yeah. any other social, you know, problem that we have, it comes down to the way that they were taught. Women are inferior. Women need to be protected. Oh, that one's not doing what she's supposed to do. She's right. not being inferior. She's not being protected. Yeah. So she's clearly in the wrong. That's interesting. Do you see, because uh, I don't, I, I never equate, obviously I know your career and stuff. I've never equated you as just like Stephanie law enforcement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you are still when you were still in law enforcement and you had you know such a big online presence mm-hmm. anytime cops were in the news did you see an influx of hate oh right now all oh, right oh right I, now I, well, I can imagine with yeah. uh with yeah. everything that just happened in yep. uvalde it's yep. been i've actually had to filter comments because one my own family reads those comments and i don't want them having to see it it's fine if i have to take those comments myself yeah. but i don't want the people that look up to me the children that end up on my accounts and so on mm-hmm. to have to see the really, truly horrible things that people will say out of anger. And I understand it's out of anger. People are hurt. You know, they're hurting. They need to vent it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I understand I am a person in a uniform and they're venting it on me. And I can take that because I chose this career and I understand it. But there's going to be people who can't. And when they see those comments, it's just an influx of hate. Hmm. And. I hate that because the reason I joined was to be better. Right. I didn't join law enforcement because I had fantastic experiences with law enforcement. Right. I joined it because I had the worst experiences with law enforcement. My house has been raided by SWAT. I've been pulled over and sexually harassed by an officer before mm-hmm. at the age of 19. And this man was much older than me. Yeah. I have had them laugh and joke outside my house as I was leaving an abusive husband. 
I have had some of the worst experiences with law enforcement. And I thought, you know what? If I did that and I left somebody with a better experience with law enforcement than they came into that experience with, Mm -hmm. maybe I did my job right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really well said, actually. And also, I want to say, like, the... The culture of law enforcement right now, obviously, it doesn't look too great from no. the outside looking in. No. But knowing what you know, are you, do you still feel competent in the law enforcement? Like, I mean, Texas is kind of its own entity, but I'm talking all over the United States. Do you think uh, it does need a shakeup or we've just been seeing the worst? I think that they've made it such a high profile position and such a dangerous position with mm-hmm. the public that now you're starting to get the good people that leave. Right, right. Your best people are starting to leave. And you know what that leaves? Mm. It leaves the people who have been fired from agencies. It leaves the people who are clearly racist. Things that I've dealt with recently seeing agencies hire. People who hold records that are for crimes that should not be in law enforcement. Right. And they're having to hire those people because they have no one else to fill the position. They... Every agency I know right now is desperately hiring. Mm -hmm. So if you have a license, they're like, hey, just apply. Just apply. There's certain things we can work with. No, because now you're compromising. It is a position of high moral standing. And now you're compromising that for people who should not be in that position. Yeah. I have fought tooth and nail with officers I thought weren't supposed to be in a position. I have stood my ground. I have reported them. I have wrote like internal affairs reports and I have gone toe to toe with them until they left that position Mm -hmm. only to have them get hired right next door. I I find it interesting that uh, you left the military to do civilian law enforcement and it's literally everything you just said is the exact same thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the military so um where do you think you've been disconnected from the military side for a while on the outside looking in about four years yeah so on the outside looking in on the military side now how do you feel about that culture especially from like security forces culture i can't speak about currently right because i don't know the environment currently but speaking from everybody else who has contacted me it hasn't gotten better It's not getting better. You have people that want to be really good leaders. I fully planned on going into the military and retiring out of there. My goal was to be a female chief. I was going to get to the top of the top. Why'd I get out as a staff sergeant? Yeah. Why'd I get out as an E5? Because people along the way made it so miserable and made it so hard for me to protect myself and to protect my troops that I was left with no other option but self-preservation to get out. And there's a difference. Being on the civilian side and being on the military side, I'll pick civilian side any day. Yeah, yeah. Because on the military, if I call my boss an asshole, I'm automatically in JP. Yeah. yeah. If I call my boss an asshole on the civilian side, it's like, hey, get back to work. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, Or yeah, you're yeah. fired. You're written right. up. Yeah, something, yeah, something like yeah. that. But I've pulled criminal records where... NJP actions show up on your criminal record. Yep. Yeah, they do. And I'm just like, man, like, I'm so glad I got out. I would pick civilian side any day. I'm thankful for the experience. Mm -hmm. It made me the person. It made me the leader I am today. It gave me the skills that I have today. But it also gave me the knowledge to be better. Yeah. 
That's good. It sounds like you got out of it the most that you could. Um, and you did a good phrase there because we can transition now into self-preservation dun, because dun, dun. Uh, now all the trials and tribulations of the past are gone. Full-time content creator now. What does oh that day God. What does that day look like for somebody who does it full-time now? Well, they wake up about 10 a.m. Okay. <laughs> I already <laughs> Which is yeah, wonderful yeah. after working shifts of 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sure, every yeah. day. Yeah. I wake up at 10 a.m. <laughs> I get up. I might take a little while making coffee. I go <laughs> to the gym. I take a couple pictures. I make a TikTok. Yeah. Even the gym is content. Going grocery shopping can be content. Yeah. Any part of my daily life can be content. So I'm not changing my daily life. I'm mm -hmm. just adding to it. Right. I mean, you're doing what you're already doing now. And so, then I, yeah. I come home and at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time every night, I hop on Twitch and I play video games for four hours until 10 p.m. I play video games for a living. All right. Okay. <laughs> and this is fantastic. <sighs> I get to play video games with my friends online. Mm-hmm. For a living. Okay. Well, I'm happy for you, but I'm so insanely jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus. All right. So I do want to. Uh, I do want to ask though if you could have three pieces of advice for somebody who's just starting content creation, not not trying to look to do it full time, but maybe trying to do it on the side. What are three things you wish you had known back in the day when you started? Definitely research the algorithms. Always yeah, search up yeah. phrases that are blocked because there's always a secret list of phrases and actions that are going to be blocked and considered shadow banned. Yep. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, I believe one of the things going around is post three to six videos a day and yeah. you'll grow. Well, now you're just diminishing your own content because I, nobody I can like, produce quality content three to six videos a day yeah. it's just not possible mm -hmm. so investing in your equipment investing in your content giving it an actual storyline a relatable content and then you know what sells hmm. sex controversy and humor and know which one you're gonna fit in the best <laughs> well i am controversial <laughs> <laughs> that's fair there's um, no such thing as bad publicity i, I agree it's with just that I agree Publicity. With that. So that's why controversy sells. Sex sells, but you have to understand that if you're selling that content and that content alone, mm -hmm. that's the only content people are going to follow you yeah. for. So no. if you try to change it up, it becomes a problem. Humor, that's where I fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. It works. It's relatable. It is. People understand it. They it's laugh. Uni too. It's universal. Yeah. yeah. Laughter is universal. And sometimes it also creates controversy yeah so if it's in it fits into all the categories it there. becomes a self-licking ice cream cone absolutely um use that phrase now. yeah yeah it's you, i got a few don't worry um <laughs> i gotta remember them uh so yeah i mean i didn't have much to really talk to you about uh you know you're you're my best friend i thank you for doing this <laughs> but uh <laughs> no i mean anything else you want to plug or talk about uh before we kick it to your workout of the day Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. I swear to God. Oh, you know I hate working Th this out. This is, well, exactly, but I need you to say something. Oh my gosh. So you can think about it while you're Am think I allowed about to be things. a typical girl and say a leg to work out? I feel like, I feel like that's just sexist. Of well, me. the ideal, I mean, uh, not really, but the idea behind workout of the day is you have to say it and so they can write it down, then they can go do it. So if you want to do like 
three fucking squats. You know what I mean? You have to have the numbers and the sets and the reps. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, you I know. Did, you didn't say I had to come pr- this prepared. I thought you were a huge fan of this I show, have, but it's dude, fine. I have, a, <laughs> I have a professional trainer on standby. No, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. What well, do you think of that? Um, the name Stephasaurus. I'm going to say this right now. I can never say your handle ever. Stephasaurus Flex. Stephasaurus Flex. I know what it is, but it's the most tongue tie. Have you thought about changing your handle? Absolutely not. And where did that come from? I'll never ask you that. This is going to be a long, dark story. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so. You can think of your workout. As we know. Yeah. Um, I said I've been doing, you know, content creation since about 2017. That means I changed my name in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in high school, I had two best friends and, uh, their names were both Jen. So we had thing one and thing two and thing three. And on the back of my thing three shirt, they wrote Stephosaurus. Okay. And, uh, it just so happened that one of those best friends, she actually died by medically assisted suicide oh, pretty wow. much. Um, she was on dialysis and she decided at the age of 23 that she was done. Yeah. And I understood her choice and the only thing I could think of that would honor her in all of this would be to make my name Stephosaurus. And at the time, all of my stuff was fitness content, gym mm-hmm. stuff, right. you know, typical military gym girl <laughs> That's things. Right, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want it to be Stephosaurus Rex because that just sounds so cliche yeah, normal the emo roar yeah and i was like wait a minute like roar xd <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i was like what can i do to like merge like those parts of my life like my past and my present and i was like all right stephosaurus flex this works yeah and so in a way it's kind of like carrying my best friend jen everywhere with me that's nice so, like, every time somebody asks me about it, I get to tell them the story of my best friend. That's the point, And how exactly. she was brave enough to actually live through 23 years, go through college and help other people, and then decided on her own terms, I'm good. Hmm. That's a very nice story. What's your workout of the day? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, we could always go with what I did today. What would you do today? There you go. I Write it down. Pencils and paper. Oh, my gosh. I don't have it. You didn't give me none. I'm going to like. Talking to the audience. I'm going <laughs> to air it down on the table. Here. Okay. Okay. All right. So I did 15 minutes on the stair stepper. Okay. You know, a nice little warm up. Okay. Then we did three sets of uh, 20 rep squats. Okay. So it's low weight, high rep. Right. Some three sets of kickbacks. Okay. <laughs> Cable kickbacks. Yep. Some Bulgarian split squats. Okay. That is a tongue twister. So this was all legs is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Absolutely. Continue. Go ahead. Today <laughs> was leg day. Gotcha. <laughs> I did three sets of Bulgarian split squats mm-hmm. and then uh, three sets of hip thrust. Some okay. Some glute thrust. Okay. Yes, this is painful. Yeah, it is painful. I don't like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> I never <laughs> then, do this. Uh, I, I did a nice little burnout there at the end where... Uh, I did 20 crunches and then planks okay. for three sets. Okay. Are you going for more, um, now that you're kind of going to be exclusively in the public eye almost, are you going for more aesthetics or are you trying to keep more like conventional, like operational fitness? I'm still technically SWAT. Right, exactly. So I yeah. can actually still be called in, but I think I owe it to me to give me my best shot back there in you the go. gym. Okay. 
I like that. And I was really excited to start doing it because I, w- I wasn't happy with where I currently am. And I mm-hmm. wanted to get back to where I knew I was. And uh, so I'm doing it all for me. It's not even to be functionally fit or to show the public eye off, whatever, because there's there's a market for anything. Sure, that's true. There's a market for anything. Okay. Like eating slices of cheese. <laughs> um, do you want to uh, tell that story? <laughs> what is the weirdest thing somebody has ever paid me to do? Yeah. Eat a slice of cheese fully clothed. Now, I she told me this when she got here, and I have so many questions. Number one, what kind of cheese was it? The craft. They specifically said they wanted the craft single slices. That's wild. Uh, okay, so this is white trash. Person. And they wanted yeah. me to shove it in my mouth as if I was just like force feeding myself. I see. I didn't ask that. How did they ask that you eat it? So you yeah, just shoved it, it in it your it mouth. Yeah, just shove the whole thing. <laughs> just so how most people eat face. cheese anyway? Yeah. Just <laughs> And I mean, I, I love cheese. Sure, exactly. Yeah. This like is on most days, if I'm grumpy, if you don't have a snack that is made of some sort of cheese, yeah. do not talk to me. That's fair. And that makes sense. So, so this was the easiest $50 <laughs> I've ever made in my entire God life. Damn. So, okay. So this guy hits you up, says, I want you to slice cheese for $50. Uh, what was the outfit? You said you were wearing just like normal clothes. I wore right? a t-shirt and shorts and I had my hair in a bun and I had no makeup. And this guy was like, okay, but... Now, for the next one, can you eat a slice of cheese and then put turkey slices and roll them up and <laughs> shove them in your mouth? And I was just like... By the time you're done, we're going to have a whole sub sandwich just prepared. He's learning how to make a sandwich uh, is what he's doing. Basically, <laughs> I, I think this is like his own masculine way of trying to get me back into the kitchen to yeah, make a exactly. sandwich. Oh, sh- starting you, with the cheese. You think it's a psyop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're on to you, buddy. This is the this is the uh, like misogynistic movement to yeah. get me back into making a sandwich. They're That's putting me in my place, <laughs> one slice <laughs> of cheese at a time. One slice of crap cheese at a time. <laughs> the worst kinds. Okay, so I didn't hate it though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. I, I mean, fifty dollars. I've done way worse things. Fifty dollars is fifty dollars, yeah. and it wasn't me eating a slice of cheese. So you just wolf down a slice of cheese and got fifty dollars. I've put Tabasco sauce in my eye for less. <laughs> I was in high school. Why? Oh, okay, high school. I was about (laughs) to say, why? Who paid you to do that? (laughs) Um, We were all young and dumb once. God, amen. Actually, I did a, in high school, I told this not too long ago to some friends of mine, and they're like, where are you from? It's like, Indiana White Trash. Not the point. Uh, I did a thing where, I don't know if you all did this down here, but you do like uh, drops of vodka into your eyes. Did you all do that? No. I am from the trailer park? Okay, fair enough. So you do it. And it's supposed to like absorb faster and get you super fucked up. All it did was burn the fuck out of my eye. And that was it. It didn't do anything. So all you kids out there dropping vodka into your eyes, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> if, if you're a VA rep and you're hearing <laughs> this and you see Mike Sensi's claim come through yeah. and he says that he has eye problems, we now know it is from vodka. The Navy paid for my eye surgery, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see those shots coming. All right. Well, again, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I genuinely enjoyed it. Anything else for the people before we go? No, I think I think I'm good to go. All right. Well, I'm sure this episode will be see- received super well. <laughs> yeah. So if you need any tips on eating a slice of cheese, that's what I'm saying. Up. Yeah. No, we've we've uncovered a lot here. So I think <laughs> I think my DMs as well as yours will be filled with more uh, dairy-based uh, <laughs> things. So, all right. Well, thanks all for listening, and stand by for more. <laughs>